good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. This is E5 Bayo. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a blanket, a pillow, sit right here on the stoop. <laughs> get your drink on, get some tea, some coffee, <laughs> some water, something cold to drink, something warm to drink. Get those babies some milk or some orange juice. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Ah, this morning, we all need to be encouraged. Sometimes we get weary. Sometimes we get down. Sometimes we feel defeated. Sometimes we feel like, damn, if I'm, am I doing this right? You know, am, am I impacting someone's life? Because we question it. We don't question our faith. We just question it. Like, you know, am I doing what needs to be done? Am I helping someone? Or am I just doing this shit, you know? I, sometimes you do. You, you need that upliftment. You need that battery charger. Even your strong friends. Check on them. Because we all need that encouragement, that... Yo, you good. Yo, keep doing it. Hey, you on the right path or because of you, I didn't give up. We need that. We got death and a lot of mental illness. And, you know, you just see so much on the news, out in the street, real life, social media. I mean, it's always something. Something broken, something wrong, something new disease. I mean... Shit, this is the time of fear and, you know, we have to band together if us humans are going to survive. Fuck, we, we just been hit with everything. Shit. So, yes, we need to encourage each other. And then <clears throat> we need to know that it's okay to stand up for yourself. I'll give you an example of what happened to me this morning. First of all, I want to put this out there. Black men and men, men, not only black men. Let me rephrase that. Men in general, men. You are taught to suppress your emotions. You are taught to uh, stand tall. You know, only weak men cry. You know, ah, I lost a lot of friends due to suicide. 988 is the suicide prevention hotline. If you can't find someone to talk to, talk to them. Let me tell y'all something. I'm not a man. I'm a woman. And it was many a times I called that line. I ain't even going to lie to you. And I ain't got nothing to be ashamed of. Sometimes we get to that edge. And when you're dealing with so much, man, you need someone to talk you off. And you ain't got people that you can tell them what's really going on. Man, sometimes the comfort of a stranger might be the very voice you need to hear to keep going, to not give up. I had a friend, he couldn't, he couldn't do that. 
He went to the hospital and hung himself while they left him in the examination room. He died. And you would, you would have thought this brother, man, was strong. You would have thought that, yo, he had it all together to the outside world. We didn't know what he was going through, what demons he was fighting or what challenges or whatever. We didn't know his story. And some people just feel they don't need to tell it. They might as well, you know, thinking that it's better not to be here. I once heard a lady tell another lady when she was um, contemplating that. And the lady was like, I hate you. She said, that's okay. I'd rather for you to hate me and be mad at me tomorrow than me, than you hate me and i never see you again. She did. She saved that woman's life. And I commended her. I didn't even know her. I just commended her. I was standing there. I saw that with my own eyes. And I was like, wow. I said, yo, that, that's, she said, I'd rather for her to hate me and argue with me tomorrow than her hating me and I never see her no more. But men, you know, I know, I, I, I can imagine some of the things that you may be going through, but you can reach out to somebody. And if you feel you can't, I mean, you can always hit me up for real. You know, just let me know, is this a tea moment? Because I'll go make me a pot of tea and we can sit while you vent. I I, I will. I, I'd rather for you to vent and cry and continue to vent tomorrow. Then you vent, excuse me, and I don't ever see you again or hear from you again. I, I lost too many when it comes to that. And I don't need to lose anymore <clears throat> anyway <clears throat> prayers out to Ricky Choka and Choka family he was a good brother he was bless him for whatever reason he decided to do it only him and God knows anyway um I was going through memories and I put up a video that I did with Ibae, God bless the dead, Hudu Simoze. And um, this brother comes on the video and he says, white people, you know, and he's gay, shouldn't be doing that. I get a, a lot of what I should not post on my page. I get a lot of what you shouldn't be talking about on your podcast. I get a lot of, you know, you a crown. You shouldn't say those things. You shouldn't curse. Mm-mm. You shouldn't. You, you shouldn't associate yourself with people like that. Who? What people? You know, those people. Who's those people? Who, who are they? Who? Black people? Women? Men? Gay? Straight? Who, who we talking about? You know, people, people that are, are like that. Like what? Explain. 
right? <laughs> people that's been in jail. I shouldn't associate because crown people shouldn't talk to criminals. I said, well, shit, that's half of the spiritual community. You might as well cancel everybody. <laughs> I know you lie. Because <laughs> a, a Bible out really told me that. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Told me that if somebody been in jail, he would never help them. I said, damn, can't help us then because I've been in jail. So tighten our. And I, he was on a live saying this. And his God brother or whoever he was to him said, yo, man, you can't do that. A ruler welcomes everybody on the mat. I don't care. He noticed he starting, he couldn't get the, the crowd he wanted. I know people that's, oh, if they white, they can't be on mine. No, no, they white. Serious? Oh, okay. I thought a ruler went all over the world. If they gay, they can't. But a ruler brother was gay. Oh, okay. Ah, nah, they can't. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. If they sex workers, they can't. They dirty. For real? <laughs> Better go check your family lineage. My mom might have been out there. She wasn't only sleeping with Papa and them. Okay. All right, okay. You know, oh, you shouldn't curse. Oh, you you shouldn't speak of such things. Oh, you shouldn't be around. You know, people gay, they got diseases. Who got diseases? How, how do y'all, not y'all, but how do people come up with this? I understand. Don't, don't get it twisted. I know people have been like this from shit the day, the ages. Now that it's social media, you get an open door to see. You know, you, you can't be too black. You can't be too white. You can't be this. You can't be that. You got to follow what I say. You can't talk about this. This is taboo. You can't do this. You can't do that. Oh, no, that's wrong and this and this. So I get a lot of that. I do. Um, my friend passed away. Whether he was gay, white, green, purple, he loved his religion. He was initiated, loved in Haiti. They didn't see his color. And those that did, okay. But he helped so many families. And I got to witness that because he took me to Haiti. And I got to see it. And I was amazed. I was so happy. I was so happy. And I was so grateful. You didn't understand how grateful I was. And let me let y'all in on a secret. I ain't have no fucking money. <laughs> to go. But I scraped up and the ancestors made sure I had my own little coin. And baby, when I say I balled on a budget, but everything that, and nobody didn't take care of me. So um, I heard a rumor, and I want to address this. And if y'all know him, please, right? Who gone St. Jack or St. Jack or whatever, right? He made a... a in a conversation with uh, one of his 
associates in Atlanta. He made saying, oh, I, I had to take care of everything for her. He did not. He did not. I brung my own money. Yes, I boiled on a budget. Yes, I did. And when I had to send money through PayPal uh, to come and get transferred over into um, Haitian money, he went and got it. He was like, oh, I'll just hold it. Okay. So that was it. And I kept a tab on. Believe it or not, he owed me maybe about $20, $25. But he brought me a flag, right? He did. He brought me a Haitian flag, which in my head, I was like, uh, that was my $25 that you owed me. So I was okay with that because I had transferred over $100. So in Haitian money, it's, it's a little bit more. So I understood that. And when we went to the supermarket, I pulled out my money. Bert Bebeto showed us how to, you know, what was more and what was less and things like that. So um, he didn't. He did not. And then when we got to the airport, I thought I could use my card. Him and Sin had already went through the airlines because they had went up to the bar part. And... I was down there and the guy was like, you, you might have to um, take your bag with you. And all the things that I brought from Haiti, I was like, man, they're they going to make me throw this out. You know, I had a chair. I had a, a motor and pestle, which I call pilon. And I had some herbs and stuff that I brought back. So I was like, dog. And this lady out of the blue said, how much is it? And the guy was like, it's 25 I said, well, I have it on my car. He was like, yeah, we only take cash. So in the airport. So I was like, damn. So she paid it. And I got her information and I told her, I will send her back that and a blessing to thank you. Thank you. And she said, no, no, no. Yeah. And I went through Barbeto and he called her and she met him and she got her money and a little blessing after that. So no, 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 mm -mm. Mm-mm, So we're, we're not going to address that. And I said if I ever see him, I would let him know that face-to-face. -face. Because the one thing I don't do is run at all. So when did you take care of me? Because you didn't. It was Sin that called me. And he's, because I asked him, can he do something alive or something? I wanted him to come on one of the conversations with Ifa Bale. And he said, no, I'm going to Haiti. And I was like, Sweet, bring me something back. And he said, you have a passport? I said, of course. He said, would you like to come? I said, if you booking the ticket, hell yeah. He said, I'll see you then. And he said, pay, bring $10 cash with you so to pay customs to get through. I see the $7, uh, no more than 10 So I said, okay, I got you. And I sure did. And I enjoyed the seven days while I was there. And he made that happen. Nobody else. It was me, him, Tanya, and uh, Billy. Hugon Jack. Sin Jack, or whatever his name is. Billy. We, we all went. That's who went. They were there before me, and I came. They came and picked me up, and I enjoyed every moment of it. It was beautiful. To know where my ancestors came from was beautiful. 
And like I said, I told my aunts and them one day I would go to Haiti. And I did. And he made it happen. So, anyway, <clears throat> Sin did a live and he was explaining voodoo and, you know, how he got initiated and things like that. And it wound up getting one point something K views, right? Because it was, it, it was informative. This person gets on and said, because he's gay and white, he should not be doing this. I said, why? He's been initiated for years. We knew his story, how he sacrificed and would fly up. He had two jobs. One job always paid for his transportation, flying back and forth. The other job paid for his bills down in New Orleans. And he would fly back and forth once a month to go and sit at his godmother's feet so he can learn. And he saved up his money and went to Haiti to get initiated. Pictures was beautiful. The ones that they allowed him to take. So, it's never what I've seen in my travels, right? In my travels, we don't know who spirit chooses. And for whatever reason, they choose them. From Arisha, Luau, to the Palo, Nikisi, all of that. We don't know who the Naganga grabs. We don't. And it's not for us to decide or to dictate or try to explain. The same way with Ifa. A ruler knows his sons. He knows who he needs to call and who needs to go and be a part of. It's not for me or for anyone else. When I was in Yawo, <clears throat> I tell y'all this story. I was in Whole Foods on 14th Street. And the girl was looking like, it's two of y'all here. Because I was fresh out. I, I wasn't even two a month. I was fresh out. And, you know, I had to go to Whole Foods. And um, to get something to eat. And um, there was another Yahoo there, right? And the guy and the girl is looking that works at Whole Foods. And they're like, okay, it's two of y'all now. Like, okay. You know, and they'll walk around the store looking. And I walk up the aisle and there's another Yahoo. She had maybe like two months to go. She was like, Yahoo. I said, Yahoo. And I said, Crown? She said, Oshun. I said, ah, me too. And she was like, be good, y'all. I said, you too. And we had a brief conversation and she kept it moving. She was saying, and I'm looking at her. This is a white girl. White. Becky with the good hair. White. And I'm like, wow. Then I met a Hindu guy crowned the Legwa. I mean, I I've met all kinds of people. Am I supposed to tell the Arisha, no, you can't choose them? Who am I? But we think that we are so powerful, so knowing that we get to dictate what the Arisha is supposed to do or what spirit is supposed to do. Some of us even try to dictate God's job. And it's sad. It's sad. You know, um, 
everybody want to make something black again. Make make Conja black again. Make Arisha black again. Arisha is who you are. I met Jamaican sent at us. White, Chinese, like <laughs> Hindu. They're all over. Who am I to say no? Gay, straight. Who am I to say no to them? So when he was writing it, my first instinct was to go off. Block this coon and curse him out. And, you know, that's it. But then I also think of how my godfather would say, but did you teach them? Did you explain? Did you? Because maybe that's all he knows. Or maybe that's all they know. And in order to help, to educate, to even change the narrative and give people another way of seeing things, of educating them, giving them a do, and allowing them to go and research. And what's so um, amazing and sad is this brother went to Africa to get initiated as a Babalao, right? And he came back with this arrogance. I'm not mad. You did that. Like, yo, you had pictures. You went over to Africa. You did your thing. Okay. But at the end of the day, you're the keeper of secrets. Now you're here to help your community. Everyone you should be able to help. Everyone. Everyone you should be able to help. But now we're getting a title, and now we only gonna pick and choose who we helping. Well, I only help black people. Well, what if someone comes to your door? You gonna turn them away out? Cause I only help black people. That's sad. Everyone needs help. I care what they believe or who they, who they are. That's what a healer does. How do you only help one block out of your community? But you know, like I said, a ruler knows his sons. And a ruler knows how to put them right. We all have to go through our trials and tribulations. We all have to unlearn the things that we thought were right. We all have a breaking down and a rebuilding. We all have that. No one is above that. Whether you want to put that work in or not, life. See out there, that world, <laughs> you going to learn what it is. Trust me. We all had to. Now I understand, being the age that I am, what the old folks were saying. Oh, wait till you live long enough. God willing. You know how the old people say, child, wait till she live long enough, God willing. God spared nothing happen. You'll see. <laughs> Poor baby. Poor baby. Bless her heart. Bless her soul. Don't worry about it. 
And you you shouldn't. I'm going to sit back and watch. Don't worry. I got the napkins and the the ointment for all your scrapes and stuff. And I got you something cold to drink and a, a chicken sandwich for you when you and a fan when you when you come to your senses. Don't worry. We here. But we, we can't travel this journey with you or for you. You got to, excuse me, do that on your own. Now I understand what my mother and all of them were talking about. So I can't judge. I can educate. So I believe my reply was very simple. If you don't like my page, you're welcome to get off of it. And I won't feel no kind of way. You're welcome to delete yourself. It's okay. I ain't going to be mad. But if you choose to stay, it's about respect. For real. It's about respect. Because people have that lakasumi <laughs> belief. They have the audacities to think they can come on your page and say whatever they feel. They think they can just, you know, say whatever. I understand. Great. Educate. Great. If you have a difference of opinions, great, great, great. But you don't have to disrespect the next person to get your point across. You don't. When it starts getting to where you have to call people out their names and start making fun of their sexuality or their sexual preference and all that, then I already know you lost the con you lost. You already lost this conversation. So we don't need to go no further. Because now you dig down in the deep back and all that if you go low, I'm going lower and all that I'm not matching in these. I'ma help you and try to give you some light and some knowledge and, and let you go and research for yourself. I don't have time to go back and forth. I don't have time to argue. That's how I know at that moment what I wanted to do and what was needed to be done. I said, damn, I grew. But then I get an email from a brother that say, yo, first let me state this. You never know what people are going through. You never know what people are battling. Whether you're going through a storm or whatever, and you take the time out to encourage me while your days are dark, man, I'm going to give you the utmost respect. Dead serious. I'm going to give you the utmost respect. Because you took the time out and said, yo, I ain't worrying about my situation. This person right here needs some encouragement. I'm watching. I'm seeing, yo, I'm letting you know, yo, what you doing, keep doing it. I appreciate you. Even if everybody else is against you, yo, I see what you're doing. I, I, I'm, I'm in tune with your vision, sis. I love you. Man, that bright fucking, that, that made me melt. For real. Because you stepped away from yours. And I always say, I know motherfuckers that slept on floors that was living. My business partner, when he was homeless, living on the trains, young dude, you wouldn't even think that that was him. He could have went to his mom's house, but he said, yo, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I, I got to be determined. He's lived on the train for two weeks. 
But he still, in that time, while he was going through, he was helping other people. He didn't even think about his situation. And I, I, I was the same. I was sleeping in an abandoned apartment on the floor on the mat. But I made sure everybody was taken care of. So, and most people say, oh, well, you stupid. Oh, my God, you're dumb. Uh-uh. But when I think about it, I didn't want for nothing. All my needs was met. I may not have a castle <laughs> or a palace in your standards, but in me and mine, man, I'm beyond wealthy. For real. I am beyond wealthy. I, I'm, I'm beyond wealthy. And it's not monetary. The love and the support I get from myself first, from God, from my ego, from Norisha, and from people, I can't complain. I can't complain at all. Makes no sense for me, too. My mother used to always say, anything above ground is great. I understand that now. I do. And as the old people said to me, I'm going to say to y'all, you live long enough. You understand it as well. But we do need to be encouraged. And that right there. And then a sister stepped away from hers to encourage me. Those two people made me say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you they didn't know at that moment and maybe they did that I needed that that I needed these simple words of encouragement because they did something so amazing because sometimes we need that the world beats us down man if some of y'all would see some of the things people say you would be like, e baby, yo, man, curse those motherfuckers out. and uh, Or some of the things that people have done. And half of these people I consider friends and close family. Some of them are blood. <laughs> some of them were lovers. And you will say, damn. But I know it's bigger than them. I do know that. I'm not saying this because I want your sympathy or I want you to be like, oh my God. No, I don't. I'm sharing with you because somebody needs to know that they too are on the right path to not give up, to continue going. Don't stop. The world needs you. They need your vision. They need your love. They need your gift. They need your talent. They need your magic. They need it. I can't reach everybody. That's why it, it pains me when spiritual people go back and forth with each other. Why? I can't reach everybody and neither can you. They can. That's what healers do. We are here. I may can't reach young people. 
but you might can. I might can't reach uh, teenage mothers, but you can. I might can't reach everybody in the LGBTQ community, but you can. I might can't reach black brothers, but you can. I might can't reach moms and grandmas and grandkids and nieces and nephews, brothers, sisters. I can't reach everybody, but you all can. And then I want to talk about this real quick. Your price is your price. I care what you charging. Your price is your price. Now let me explain something about advertising for y'all people that don't understand. Whether there's no such thing as bad publicity. Please know that. Now, Juanita Byam, right? And I met her. I love the way she preached. She is a preacher of finance. She does. She makes sure your money is strong. Right? She she earned her keep. She she told her story, everything. No more sheets and all of that. Right? You may feel some kind of way. She is offering a class, and it's close to maybe like $1,500. Okay. If you don't like it, don't worry about it. Guarantee you her class is almost sold out. And guess what? She only posted it. See, and that's good advertising. Shout out to her fucking marketing team because they were on point. I love them. Whoever is her marketing team, God bless them. Shout out to them because they knew exactly what was going to happen for real. And all of y'all that posted her, that put her out there, that talked about her, Y'all made it easy for them because they all they did was post it. They have to put it up because they knew that somebody and most likely black folk, sorry, was going to just say something about it. Oh, I've seen people. Oh, I'm not. What? Who? To Jesus, I'm not. This comedian was like, y'all may say what you want. I ain't going. Uh Uh-huh. And somebody was in the comments and said, well, I'll be there. Got my ticket. She already, when she goes, Greater Bethel, that's where she started, right? Shout out to him. Because I used to go down there and listen to her when she preached, right? Uh, Most people, that's how they market. All I got to do is put up something. Everybody's going to share it because... When I went from charging $40 to $85, oh, I saw people, see what she charging, see what she charging? First of all, I learned that (laughs) in advertisement. All I got to do is put it up. Somebody's going to have something to say. You're not doing me a disservice. Really, you're marketing for me because you're sharing it, and you can share it to 10 people. Guarantee you three out of that 10 is going to come and book me for a reading. Oh, she charged 85. So what's so important about that? Let me go see. Thank you. All y'all did was do her job for her. She ain't had to do anything. Did you see her get on and say, how dare y'all come and destroy my stuff or why y'all hating or anything? I need to buy them ain't stupid. <laughs> she been around for a long time, putting For real. My kids was little. She been around for a long time. She ain't dumb. She know what y'all doing. She see it. Her marketing team see it. And they're saying thank you. 
every time that, and another one, ching and another one, ching and another one. Thank you. That's all. That's all. While y'all sitting around hating her, y'all really advertising for. That's why I stopped dogging people and, and saying and having an opinion about people's prices. Because all you're doing is marketing for them. You're doing the work for them. So thank you. Thank you. But remember, when karma spins the block, because it may be something you post today or tomorrow, and someone is going to have an opinion about it. Better get like Juanita Bynum. Put your cash app up and say thank you. And another one. Ding. And another one. Ding. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's all y'all doing for. And trust me, I know on the other end she is saying thank you. <laughs> thank you. Her marketing team are beast. Yo, that's the kind of marketing team I want. They put it up. They knew the way they worded it. You just could look at it and say, oh, shit. Uh-uh. You, what? You getting this? You getting the holy oil? You getting this? They knew somebody was going. It's always somebody. I'm not paying for that. I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And posting it, making jokes. But yet and still, y'all not stopping those that want to go. Trust me, her class is going to be booked. And if they're a cool marketing team, when they get to a certain number, they'll say class is canceled. Because they're already full. They already got their people. They don't need no more. Trust me, they don't need no more. Y'all can make fun. Y'all can do all of that. But that was designed so it can be that way. She knew what she was doing. Trust me on that. She ain't dumb. She, her thing is finance. She is. And I, man, listen, she is a, a hell of a speaker. I give her that. Uh, I forget the name of the pastor that, that really taught her. She is. And when she, when she came from under him, she was a, a newbie when she went and did no more sheets. And she freaked it. That made her relevant in the spiritual community. And then she would do Sunday sunrise service. And then she would go different places. And her life became transparent. Her and her husband had a fight. Her other husband left her. He was gay. Like, she left her story out. She wrote her books and all that. And she would get up at 6 a.m. and preach. And you may not agree with her. It's okay. She ain't for everybody. She tell you that when she preach. She ain't for everybody. I ain't mad at her. Like I said, I remember when. Everybody's like, oh, why, why is she six? I met a person. He's not initiated, but he's spiritual. His readings is 300. Oh, that's too much. Oh, my God. He ain't arguing with y'all. <laughs> he ain't fighting with y'all. He ain't telling y'all. No, because somebody books him. And he went as far as, while y'all was sitting there dogging him out, he now has his own store and his own line of products that he make and sell in his own store. There's no such thing as bad publicity. All you're doing is diverting traffic back to her. Because everybody going to want to know, well, what is we getting for $1,500? Only way, going to find out. Purchase one and get there. That's it. That's all. 
If you can't afford it, then don't do it. I tell you in a heartbeat, I can't afford that. <laughs> not at all. But it's not my forte. So I don't need it. I'm good. But I'm not going to knock her for her doing what God or whoever told her to do. But shout out to her marketing team. For real. They are beast. For real. Shout out to them because when they put it out there, they already knew. Let's watch the magic happen. And they sat back. They didn't have to post. They don't have to publicize. They ain't got to do none of that. Folks did it for them. Guarantee you that class is damn near full. For real. And she'll be, excuse me, okay. Her team will be okay and all of that. That's it. Folks get in a mode. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody, everybody has a little lakasumi inside of them. <laughs> everybody. We all do. We all got a little lakasumi in us. We weren't worried about what the next person is doing. While our own plate is sitting right in front of us. We still, like kids, I got rice and peas. Why they got mac and cheese? Why? You wanted that, right? Yeah, you asked for that, right? So eat that. But why they got, we all got a little Lakasumi in us. All of us. Every single one of us got a little Lakasumi in us. And I think that's the part we need to work on. But it's just so hard because we so busy worrying about the next person. We are. And not in a positive way. We not. We just got to put our mind and our nose in somebody else's purse. For real. We do. Why are we worrying about what people making? Worry about if their spirit is right. Worry about if they fighting depression. Worry about if they if they're 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 getting up and they ate. Hey baby, you ate this morning? Do I need to cash up you or, or send some Uber Eats or some DoorDash to you? Did the babies eat? How about school? Do they have enough notebooks and stuff? Okay? Because my office in them, we got an overflow of pencils and stuff, and I don't want to throw them away. But I noticed you and the kids are, go to a school and donate some books and stuff or some water or some napkins or something. Do that. Do that. If you want to mind business, mind that part of the business. Be a, be a, a, a blessing and not a hindrance to people. That's what we should do. Become blessings. Become blessings to others. Find a mama that got her kids and the husband. It's okay. Because that's that's one of those things. I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm like that to a certain extent, right? But then you got to really know the person. Because if both parents are working and they got five kids and they busting their ass, and sometimes the ends don't meet. Let me buy you some. Here, I, I brought a whole bunch of notebooks. Here you go, baby. Something to help out. Hey, I, I was in the supermarket and I got all these cold cuts. Here you go. Or, hey, meet me up at the Kroger or the Piggly Wiggly or, or uh, Publix or, or uh, Price Choppers. Or, you know, stop and spend, whatever that one is in Queens. You, you free? Yeah, come on. I, matter of fact, I'm going to swing by the house and get you. Be, be dressed in about 15 minutes and you take them to the supermarket you say here buy these babies something and guess what you don't have to do you don't got to post it you ain't got to tell everybody you don't have to say I did this why wow. the best moments 
are those that's not recorded, that are etched in your heart and your mind instead of etched on social media. Those are the best moments. To have someone send you a note or to have someone to tell you every day, I love you, blessings to you, may your day shine. Those are beautiful. Not... You see what they doing? Oh, my God. You see? Uh-uh. And I understand why a lot of people don't go to their friends and family. Nobody wants to be talked about like that. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. Very simple. Very simple. That's how I built my platform. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. Give them to somebody that can. It's not your time. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay if someone posts something that you don't like. Keep scrolling. Why? Are you paying their Wi-Fi, their cable, their phone bill? No. It's called keep scrolling. It's not for you. Maybe you're not at that level. Maybe you passed that level. Maybe that's just not your forte. It, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be everywhere. Your channel needs to be under every table. It's okay. Guess what? The world's still going to spin. With you or without you. With your opinion or without your opinion. Without your comment. Facebook's still going. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Not everybody like me. I'm good with that. Guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to write you and say, oh my God. Why don't you like me? What can I do? I don't give two fucks. I don't. Because the ones that do, they show it every chance. And even if nobody, God likes me. So I'm happy for that. I'm still here. So he got to have a purpose. I'm here for a reason. So, hey, I'm like silly on the color purple. Hell, I might be black. Hell, I might even be ugly. But I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. That alone speaks volumes. I'm here. I am here to tell the story of those that have went before me. I'm here. All I can hope for is that my story continues. And when it's time for me to finish that race, I pray that my generations continue to tell my story and finish where I left off. That's it. That's all. That's it. No more, no less. That's it. That's all. But we have to, have to, because you see how this world is. Encourage one another, uplift one another, inspire one another, be a blessing to one another. And sometimes, if you can't do nothing else, pray for one another. That's it. That's the best. Pray for them. If you know you can't reach out to them or if you just don't feel comfortable or emailing people or getting in their DMs, then sit home and pray for them. That's it. 
That's that's the best. Light a candle and say a prayer for them. And move on about your life. And have faith to know God got you. God got you. I may falter. Shit, I might like you today and 30 minutes later, I may not like you. But God got you. That's better than anything on the planet. Because in these day and times, people running up on you. Last night, real quick, I went to see my daughter, Didi, and she lives downstairs from me. So her and her friend, when we walked out of her house, it was fogged where you couldn't even see the corner of the street. Everything was fogged up. And I told I said, lock your door when you go back in. I said, she said, why? I said, because this is stick-up weather. I said, if that man, because there's a corner store down at the corner. I said, if he got any sense, I guarantee you that door locked. The open sign was on, but that door was locked. I said, because right now they can go and rob him and nobody will see anything. I said, he ain't crazy. He, he locked that door. Sure was. That door was locked. I said, when you go back in, because you don't know who's watching, lock that door. Lock the screen door and lock the door. And once this young lady go, where's she going? Or she's spending the night. Make sure you lock the door behind you. Don't open it once it's locked. She said, okay, Ma. I said, all right. And that was it. People are, are hurting. People are scared. People are. Check on your seniors as well. A lot of them have missed out of being out in the world. And they'll open their door thinking it's a loved one or thinking it's a friend. And a lot of them be getting robbed and raped. So be mindful. Check on your seniors. Check on grandma and them. Check on those, your neighbors, the older people in your, in your community. Check on them. Because they're so used to sitting outside and, you know, talking to one another and going down and visiting, even on the bus or cars or the trains and stuff. You see the seniors, they walk in, especially when I was in New York and on Queens, you know, the seniors be walking and they had their little shopping carts and things like that. Be mindful. Please be mindful. Because they're, they're used to their routine. And when COVID hit, their routine was stricken. And a lot of them are used to seeing their morning friends. And a lot of them were taken away. A lot of deaths took place. And they're still taken. And now we got to brace ourselves for the winter. Make sure you got food and candles and batteries. And if you got a generator, make sure you got that. And Walmart has this thing where it's like a, a battery jumper you can use for your car where you can at least have, excuse me, lights in your house. My, my niece Samantha had got one. <laughs> if you can invest in a generator, great. Somebody has a cooler. Make sure you got a grill just in case. Might have to barbecue, cook out, and keep a little something on hand. So if you got to run to a hotel or get out of Dodge, keep your cars fully gas. Get those tires changed for the winter. Got to prepare yourself. Water. You already see water is getting all kind of messed up. Get those bottles of water. Keep a case in your house. Get a few gallons. 
put them there just in case the water <laughs> become a shortage. Okay, keep you some wipes. Get you a care package. Candles, flashlights, road signs, you know, get all that. Y'all come together and create that. Because it's going to be one hell of a winter, y'all. And I want you to prepare. Okay? Love you.